0: So I think our underlying principle is throwing out gender roles and really just getting it done. Right. We were part of the same family. We are married. We are uh, even with our kids all together. And so we took this approach of whoever gets this first, let's get this thing done. And you know, kind of dividing tasks, but not having them be hard lines. You are exclusively doing this. There's, there's room for overlap and uh, seasons where people are you know, busy versus not busy. So really we took that premise for ourselves and then brought our kids into that.
1: Welcome back to the donkey and the bee with your host Brett and Laura Shakavis, where we have discussions on all topics, marriage, entrepreneurship and finances. And Brett, what are we gonna to discuss today?
0: We're talking about gender roles in marriage And how there's a lot of negative effects on coming together because you can't really get on the same page with these gender roles and how you are literally taught these things subconsciously as kids and how you as a parent now start teaching your kids their own gender roles, which are kind of self-sabotaging the marriage. So we want to unpack this today and how we threw gender roles right out the window.
1: So I honestly think we should start at the beginning of this, right? Like, when I think of, like, the beginning of humanity, right? I think of cavemen and cavewomen. I know it's probably before then, but I think of the caveman as being, like, the hunter-gatherer, right? He's the one out, and he's getting all the food, and he's killing the bears and doing everything else, right? And then the cavewoman, she's at home, she's having the kids, she's making sure her cave is nice and warm and neat and tidy, and uh, those were the roles that were created, right? And so I think it kind of stems from from that. And I think it has kind of a big wave of coming over all these different cultures within our society as being kind of similar to that. And so uh, I kind of wanted to break that down and talk about different people that we've encountered who are certain cultures that talk about, man, these generals, it's kind of affecting my marriage negatively. And so this is why I want to talk about it today because it it has a big impact on relationships, not only with your spouse, but with your friends. And with your church group and with whomever, whomever, your kids as well.
0: So here's a question then. Do you see more women complaining about gender roles or more men?
1: I honestly think it's split. I think because you're not in the other person's shoes, you only see it from your perspective. And you're kind of stuck in that rut of doing those quote unquote roles. And so I think that you, you both complain because you don't see the other person's side. So, for example, if we're talking about the standard gender role of women staying home with the kids and cooking and cleaning and, you know, upkeeping the house, they're going to complain about that because they can never get out. They can never go out with their friends. They're stuck around the kids all day. They want to have adult interaction, whereas the male is, you know, out on the workforce is the common gender role mm-hmm. out on the workforce, you know, um, over of all the finances of the home. And he's, you know, working from nine to five, you know, 40 hours a week. And he comes home and he just wants to open a beer and watch TV, whereas the wife wants to then, you know, have the kids watched by him and she goes out and has fun. So I think that they, they don't see each other's side of it. And I think that their roles are so almost like putting blinders like those those horse blinders on the side. It's like you're not even seeing the other person's point of view. You're only seeing your point of view. So I think you're blinded. By their perspective and their side of how they're feeling, and you're only feeling, in a way, you're 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 selfish toward that. Right? You're not understanding their point of view. And I think coming together as a team, and in talking about these things, talking about these roles, maybe something's bothering you. I think is really where the the commonality will come in, because I think that those things aren't being talked about, and. causes a wedge in marriage. And then before you know it, one person explodes because they're so frustrated and the other person explodes because they're so frustrated. And then it's like a downfall from there.
0: Sure. But I think a lot of times you don't talk about it because of the undefined gender role. It's like, oh, I'm the man. This is my responsibility. I'm supposed to bear this weight of the finances, of working, of doing the yard work, the manual labor stuff. This is what I'm supposed to do. My wife is not supposed to do it. So I'm just going to suck it up and grind through it and get it done instead of having this conversation of like, hey, perhaps these are culturally imposed rules or a system that doesn't necessarily benefit our relationship or our marriage, but you're still nonetheless following them because you've been taught these things um, by your parents and just by society and movies your entire life.
1: Yeah. Well, what if one individual, say the, the husband... Was was raised in a very gender role um, identity, right? Like that's where he was. He believes that the man has to work and get out and and just oversee the finances. Whereas, what if the wife didn't grow up in a role like that? Maybe she grew up in an environment where there were no gender roles, and you know the the women did all the things that the men did, and the men did all the things the women did, and it was just kind of like a you you work together to get things done. So how would that play out in a relationship?
0: Well, I can speak to our relationship is we, I don't think we knowingly kind of threw out gender roles. I think we just did it more on a practical basis. When stuff needed to get done, whoever was there just got stuff done. And I know specifically from finances, when we got married young. We were like 23, 21. Um, I'm very much a numbers person and you are very smart with numbers and you were handling, handling your own finances and all that kind of stuff through college. So when we first got together, I'm like, oh, I'll take over this. And you're like, oh, no, I can do it too. I'm good at this also. And so that was one of the kind of key aha moments like, oh, we both have these skill sets, but nonetheless, you defer to me really because it's something that I enjoy. I'm a numbers person. And it was less about the gender role of the man can do it because you for sure could have done it, but you kind of just tasked that or defer that to me as like, hey, you're going to take the lead on that responsibility, partly because of skill set. And I think that's really a great approach to this is really we kind of split things into kind of two sections. One, like stuff just has to get done. We are literally together. We have made a commitment to like to become one. And when stuff's got to get done, it's just got to get done. Even if it's usually some of the roles that you take the lead on, I'm still going to come up and do it. Because when I walk up and the trash is full, it's not your role to take out the trash. It's the family's job to get stuff done. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get that same thing done. But on the other side, I think there are things based on skill sets or timelines or just different phases in life where one person will take the lead on something more over the other person, but that's not an exclusive thing.
1: I remember when we first got married, when we first bought our house and we had, you know, a front yard and a backyard. And, um, we were so young when we bought our house and we were still working in restaurants. And so we didn't have the money to like pay someone to come and do our yard work. And I remember it was like a thing where I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, that's my role. Like I want to get out there and I want to edge the lawn and I want to mow and I want to trim the bushes and like do all those things. And you were like, really? Okay, <laughs> go for it. Um, and so I think that was something that I almost had like this, like, um, what is that? Like the woman power where she's like flexing your muscles um and is it like you can do it is that what it yeah, is uh-huh. okay yeah like the old school uh, you can do it i felt that way because even when i was pregnant i remember being like eight months pregnant and being out there and like revving up the the lawnmower and like seeing people walk by and we, or drive by and being like wow i can't believe she's out there pregnant like mowing the lawn like wow her husband must really be mean to make her get out there and mow the lawn <laughs> but it was one of those things where i really enjoyed doing it i felt like there was a sense of pride maybe in it like where i was like this is my house and i want it to look nice but there wasn't a gender role in that. It wasn't like you felt like you had to do it. Um, you actually thought it was kind of weird that I wanted to do it. Um, but you were like, yeah, if you want to do it, go ahead. And I think that kind of plays into the skill set. Like that was kind of my skill. I, it was a almost like an artsy thing for me. Like I wanted to be like Edward Scissorhands outside and like, you know, make it look pretty. So I think that's where the skill set things come, can come in. We are pretty good at most things because we we've tried a lot of things in our life right we've tried a lot of things and we failed but then we get up we try it again because we want to have a sense of achievement over certain things in our lives so but as far as the finances that was one thing that we both were good at but I know that he was more passionate about it so I'm like all right well cool then you take that over Uh, same thing with cooking which I think is interesting because most women have that they're the cooks of the family right Um, I know how to cook I'm really good at it I just don't enjoy it it's not really one of those things where i like feel passionate about it but brett on the other hand he's very skilled at it it is a skill set for him it is his creative outlet and so that's something that he kind of takes on um, as ownership but if it needs to get done if he's in a meeting and it needs to get done then i jump in there and i do it so it's just one of those things where it's a discussion throughout the day hey um you know i have a meeting tonight can you make dinner yeah sure i'll take care of it uh or oh hey uh you know it's trashy tomorrow you have two trash cans out no problem. Usually that's not the case. Usually if, it, if there's trash cans sitting in you know our, our garage and it's trash day tomorrow, whoever sees it first gets it done. So it's not really a discussion. It's just like, hey, it's there. Just get it done.
0: Yeah, that's where we've grown to in our marriage. And really it's this idea of throwing out the gender role and really just stepping up. And as we are now one together, it's like, okay, whoever gets there first, let's just do these things. But what happens if that's not the case? If you kind of feel divided, one side versus the other, and let's say if you were the wife and you felt like you were picking up way more slack, your husband was you know, just disproportionately not carrying their load and putting a lot of these gender role things on you, instead of when he has the opportunity to make dinner or take care of the kids or helping with the homework, he's not stepping up and doing that. How do you solve that or what do you do in that circumstance?
1: I think it's a bit tricky because if you have someone, say, the male who's grown up in an environment where he feels like his role is, like, black and white, like, it's this is what it is and this is what it is, like, there's no deviation from that. I think that's tricky from the woman's perspective because even if she approaches him in conversations of, like, hey, I need more help in this area... I feel like he's not going to see that because of his like identity is enveloped in that gender role. And he can't honestly like misappropriate that or disappropriate that in his mind. So I think it's super tricky when you have one that has a very strong gender role and one that does not. I think that's where conversations come to play. I think that's where, hey, honey, I need help in this. Uh, can you help me with it? And so I think if that husband is very much on the let's go team in a marriage, like he would be, okay, yes, I need to start doing that. Yeah, I'll help you with that. But I think a lot of times it's not like that. I think a lot of times there may be um, a pushback to that of, no, this is my role, this is your role, and this is what we have to do. So I think it's tricky. I don't know. I would say talking openly about it with your spouse, but if they have that very strong perspective on that role, I think that's kind of difficult. It may be many conversations in many years of these conversations before you see an actual change.
0: I think you're right, starting by this conversation. But perhaps another thing before you even have the conversation is just showing them by you stepping outside of what they believe a gender role should be. So if you are the, the female spouse, perhaps start doing the man things that he believes that he should be doing. And you just stepping up and serving the family and just taking initiative, whether that is mowing the lawn or taking care of some of the yard work or perhaps stepping up on some of the finances, paying the bills. Some of those things that he considers his role when he's busy, just step up and do it and don't say anything. But then you're really leading by example. And if you can do something like that several times, then you really are setting the stage for the conversation of, hey, babe, I need help in this area. Right. Would, would you be willing to help more in these areas and less of a separation between you're going to do these tasks and I'm going to do these tasks? I think I would kind of slow play it like that and, and make it a, an easier conversation.
1: I think that might really upset him. Really? I mean, granted, I'm not a man, but maybe I'm, I'm putting it in perspective of our relationship. If mm. I just all of a sudden was like, I'm going to start doing the bills or I'm going to start doing the finances, you'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, that's mine, you know? You're not doing it right or it should be this way. Um, and especially if the man's identity is wrapped up in that role and then the women's coming in and infiltrating that he may feel less than he may feel you're almost emasculating him um at least from my perspective uh and so i think that's a tricky thing to do i don't know i i'm kind of in a disagreement with that a little bit because i think that it may explode more than do better for the actual uh relationship
0: i could see your point on that i think in the context of there is something that he's just not able to get to. There's always stuff that you're not able to get to. And, you know, we've talked about this idea of a honey-do list, right, where the wife has things for, for the husband to do that are gender role specific. Go and fix the, the door that's, you know, off its hinges or, you know, whatever, a list of, of 20 or 30 things that are around the house. Why don't you step and start doing those things, mm-hmm. right? Those are the things that you've asked him to do anyways or, you know, that need to get done for, for your family, for your house. Then step up and do those things. And mm-hmm. then, you know, if there's other things that are more strongly in his kind of wheelhouse or, or family task role when he's just unable to get to it, when he's just busy, hey, babe, can I help you with this? Right? I see you're behind with this. Do I need to call the cable company because, you know, they screwed up our, our bill, right? You want me to do that and help out with that? I think you can strategically position yourself to be helpful and not deceptive in this.
1: Mm-hmm. So, what if? the roles are disproportionate what if one person is taking on one role but then another person is taking on like 20 roles within the family and how do you think that you should handle that is that kind of similar to what we were just talking about like make you know having the conversation of like hey i need help in this or is that kind of a different topic
0: i think it's similar where i see it most commonly is you have these beliefs that the husband should work and the wife should stay at home and handle the kids and the homework and, and making lunches and dinner and cleaning and cooking, right? That's a big, long list. But realistically, in our world now, you need two incomes to be able to succeed. And so now the wife is working also and then has this expectation she needs to handle all of those things. So I think it's pretty easy to find circumstances where that is the case. And I think you just need to start with some of those conversations and just stay like, hey, like... These are your kids and my kids, right? Like, mm-hmm. you need to help out with these things because it's not about my role and your role. This is about the betterment of the family. And I think that's an important conversation to have and put it in context of these are our kids. These are our families. This is our household, right? Like, we need to be doing these things together. Mm-hmm. So, Laura, as you grew up in a divorced household and your parents weren't together, so you you obviously saw gender roles in a different way. What was that like for you? And, and as a child growing up, what gender role did you learn?
1: So I don't think that I really grew up in a quote unquote gender role environment. Since I, I predominantly lived with my mom and then I did every weekend with my dad and, and then one day a week with my dad, um, you know, we had to do both sides of the gender roles with either one of them. So if I was with my mom and there was she needed help cooking, I would help her. If she needed help cleaning, I would help her. But then on the flip side of that, if she needed help doing um, the yard work or cleaning out the pool uh, or picking up the dog poop or taking out the trash, like we did that too. So there was no, I would say, gender role in the environment that I grew up in. And so when you think about it now in the culture now, I mean, 50% of the marriages are ending in divorce. And so most of the families now are growing up with a one gender um, person who's in charge of the household, right? And so I think that a lot of kids nowadays are growing up with no gender roles because they only have one parent in the home. And so I honestly think it affected me in a a positive way. I think it's good to know both roles and I think it's good to take initiative no matter what the circumstance is no matter what the role is. And so I would say it was a positive thing for me. Um, I, I guess I should ask you because you're married to me. Uh, I think it was positive for me because when I came into a relationship, it wasn't like, oh, you need to do this and I need to do that. It was like, oh, hey, like, let's get this done together. So I guess I'll ask you the same question. How was the gender roles in your environment growing up?
0: So both my parents worked and they split up the household duties, the chores, but it was pretty split by gender roles where my mom predominantly handled the household stuff, the kids. Um, My dad predominantly took care of the yard work and the pool and the animals that kind of stuff. Um, but they were both very involved with sports and Boy Scout and Girl Scouts and that kind of stuff together. So I saw it as them working together in these things. They both didn't have a a, a really big disproportionate workload between um, handling the responsibilities. They kind of split it up well. But there was clear gender roles in that. So I grew up seeing the gender roles. And, you know, here's what a man should do. Here's what a woman should do. But maybe more of a newer version of it versus like the 1950s where, you know, there was only one income. Now it was two incomes, both people have to work, but now we're splitting up these these tasks. And um, I think that helped me see that, okay, there are certain strengths that my parents had that they were using that to help the family and certain times where they would step up and just get things done that were not part of, of their strengths or part of their gender roles. So I think that enabled me to come to our relationship and say, hey, let's just get this stuff done together, right? This is not my task versus your task. This is just our family, and we're going to become one in this thing. So let's just kind of divvy these things up, but really be backup for each other and really get stuff done when things need to get done.
1: I'm just glad you don't expect me to be... uh... Vacuuming in heels with my hair done and my makeup done, while the casserole's cooking in the oven. By the time we get home,
0: I don't like casserole, <laughs> but it, it could be, you know, steak or something else.
1: Oh gosh!
0: <laughs> so I think our underlying principle is throwing out gender roles and really just getting it done. Right? We were part of the same family. We are married. We are uh, even with our kids all together, and so we took this approach of whoever gets this first, let's get this thing done and you know, kind of dividing tasks, but not having them be hard lines. You are exclusively doing this. There's, there's room for overlap and uh, seasons where people are you know, busy versus not busy. So really we took that premise for ourselves and then brought our kids into that. Because as much as you have gender roles in a marriage, the husband's supposed to do this, the wife's supposed to do this, you have you know, really parent-kid roles in a family environment where the parent's responsibility is to do these things and the kid's responsibility is to do these things. And a lot of times the kids don't have very much responsibility at all. And it's a lot of things that fall onto usually the, the mom, but not exclusively to handle the kid's stuff. And so we took really that approach when our girls were little to say, hey, here's responsibility. Here is you stepping up and being part of this family and doing these things. So we actually have this gesture and, and we lift up four fingers and it's it's for all four of us right there's four people in our family and it really means like a unity uh, solidarity be part of the family and a lot of times we will throw up the four fingers when one of our daughters is being selfish or not contributing pulling the weight as part of the family right like we are together we're doing this thing together right and we have like our own little code for that like hey get your button gear right like let's throw up the four on this and so even as they were little it was like here are some of the things that you can do so right now our girls they they set their own alarm. They wake up in the morning. We are at the gym when they wake up. We get home, they've woken up, they've gotten dressed, they brush their teeth, comb their hair, they've made their own lunches and they're like getting ready to go, right? They take care of the dog, they do a lot of different things and it's responsibility that is usually a gender role. It's usually on the mom, right? You always hear moms complaining about I got to make lunches again. Mm-hmm. My kids don't like it. They just complain about it. We had the same thing. It was like, "All right, girls, well, you want to complain about it, make your own lunch, right? Mm-hmm. So now they do the ordering. You know, they are every single week. They're going on the grocery store website, putting everything in the cart, and then we're going through reviewing it, adding stuff, and they're doing the ordering, putting stuff away. They are taking responsibility as part of the family. And it's literally more of the same principle of instead of who's in charge of these things, more of like, it's just part of the family. Let's just get it done. So we raised our girls with that, and really, and because you can think of, like, a lot of people will raise their kids with the gender roles. Like, literally showing generation after generation, the man is supposed to work, the, the woman is supposed to take care of the kids. That's taught. We didn't like that idea, right? So now we're taking this role of responsibility and, and putting that into play and saying, you are now part of the family, right? We're throwing up the four. Let's go and let's, let's do these things. You are more than capable to be able to take care of your own stuff, make your own laundry, clean your own room, do all of these things that really takes more tasks off of our plates?
1: I think in old cultures, kids would live with their parents until they got married, right? I don't think that's necessarily the case anymore. I think a lot of kids are moving out when they're 18. They're living on their own for, I don't know, five to eight years before they get married and moving with their spouse. So when you think about that time gap of them moving out to uh, on their own to then getting married, that's a big time gap of, you know, five or so years. So what are they doing in those five, five or to eight years? If you haven't taught them how to do both gender roles, like if you're, if you've only taught them the one female gender role of cooking, cleaning, and whatever else, what about the finances? What about, you know, um, cleaning the pool or or doing the lawn or picking up the dog poop, like different things that they should be learning so that when they move out, they'll be responsible. We have the outlook of we're not teaching them to be good good kids. We're teaching them to be extraordinary adults that contribute uh, beneficially to society. That's really what we are. our goal is here. And so I want them to be well-rounded. I want them to know how to do all the things. And so that is our role as a parent. It's not just to teach them one gender role. It's to teach them both so that when they do move out, they'll have those skills and tactics. So with that being said, we are raising our family with no gender roles. We are blasting those out of our house and we are teaching our children to be a family unit, um, like with the four sign. It's almost like a gangster sign. Like, we, like we're like, <laughs> oh, but the four. Right. West side? <laughs> no, literally. Yeah. Uh, and so we are teaching that so that when they do move out, they, they will know how to take care of themselves fully um, and not have to rely on the other opposite sex to do those certain things.
0: Absolutely. Well, that's it for today on the donkey and the bee. Thank you very much for joining us. Hit the like and subscribe button and we will see you next time.